Stop it. <laughs> Get a little click in the microphone. Hey, hey, click. Hey. That's your that's that your new album? clacker. Yep. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, Welcome back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, AJ, for bringing us in. We are going to be talking about uh, ancient civilizations, mm, essentially, yes. in, a war, uh, in a world so confused, and, and who is God, and, and, and what is the right influence in, this, in, in our history as mankind and humanity, the race, you would say, the human race all the way to the end, the one who endures. What is the right religion? What is the right way of thinking? And how have these cultures themselves influenced modern day, essentially? Like we've said before, our entire mission statement is Babylon is still well, you are recovering from it, and you are supposed to live aside from it. Mm -hmm. But how have these things, say, ancient civilizations like the Mayans or the Grecians or the Romans, how has their history and their culture influenced you today, and why are you holding on to it? So, uh, I wanted to go ahead and start on this episode. Uh, Little John, can you give us a little bit of history? Let's go ahead and start with some more native people. We wanted to talk about the Mayans. Can you do that for me? What do you know? Just a little bit of Mayan well, history. Well, a little bit I of mean, Mayan history. Like, like, what do you, what do you, what do you know? What I do you don't know? know a bunch of names no? and dates around that one. I know a little bit. Well, I mean, uh, I know like, looking for name and dates. Who cares? They're ancient. Well, I just know like. <laughs> they're all dead. No one cares. They're all dead. No one gives a Then why are we doing this episode? <laughs> Actually, all right. We'll talk to you guys later. We'll see you. Bye. <laughs> see you all next time. Join us on the road to recovery. Bye. I reject your premise. Goodbye. No, I mean, as far as. The Mayans go. They were just a very. The best word for it is paganized. They they believed that they could influence the gods solely by sacrificing others to them. Wait, you're telling me cutting out the heart of a person and throwing them down like a well of a pyramid Into wasn't spikes, going yes. to make like the land grow and no no no, no you, you forget you forget the high the high jaguar priest has to eat the heart. And then, yeah. and then it, and then it influences. And that's, then it influences the, the weather. Yeah, they they were very much like enveloped in making sure that sacrifices were done regularly. They were avid about it. They built you know the pyramids down there into structures for sacrifice to older kings to deities that they deemed were in charge of this or that. Those those shadim that looked over that region Ooh, all of the that fallen shadim they were always connected to like the sun as well like their yeah there a lot of oriented toward the sun a lot of sun god worship yeah i was about to say yeah it's there's like, so much that? of that but yeah, yeah they, like they had influence. that too same with the aztecs aztecs were more so enveloped in the the sun worship than the mayans were but but you know aztec gold and all that stuff it was the sun for them right so that right. was a big deal for them it was That's the life giving golden ball so yeah Everything was so, you know, enveloped in that, and it was whether they realized it or not. This this almost materialistic idea of this this gold, which brought favor and honor, and and the more they used it, the more honor it brought to the sun. And yeah, and they were still very much pagan in the way of sacrificing and pulling the big toenail from some old guy. Or something <laughs> like that. Wait, really? That really? kind of stuff. Ugh. They did that. Yes, Ugh. very much so. What, explain. I'm, elaborate. I'm, I'm totally joking. Oh, this dude. Is, this, I'm some, pulling weird, this. some weird cultic practice. I'm, I'm pulling this completely out of a comedy sketch from like 2020, <laughs> man. Bro, I literally thought you were serious. Like, <laughs> no. Dude, there's something I no, know about. No. This. It's a joke. Crazy. It is completely a joke. <laughs> right on. But that kind of stuff, they, they were very much enveloped. And, and I mean, 
they we all know where they get it from we've talked about it multiple times as these wayward sons influencing as as aj likes to talk about and uh yeah. if i can turn it over to you if you've got any insight into that side of it go ahead he doesn't well yeah i don't have much um <laughs> just a whole a brain <laughs> full of stuff what is <laughs> happening right now we are falling apart as a not podcast. falling apart you're the one who feels insecure shut up <laughs> so probably all that pizza that you noises. ate <laughs> Speaking oh, man. of pizza, we got a shout out to oh, some yeah. pizza here. Uh, our, our brother Scott, he he made us some like he made some phenomenal pizzas. Oh yeah, yesterday for for the uh, the, the, the maga the maga holiday maga month whatever. MAGA. Uh, and we got a chance to slice. Oh man, the slices were good. You were there last night, yeah, so you got to eat more than we did. I had it was like a four. thick slice. So shout out to Voorhees Pizza. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring <laughs> so this good. episode. So good. Thank you guys. <laughs> Get it delivered. Um, <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. Not even. Once every seven years. <laughs> that's when it happens. Years, that's how often it happens. When's the last time you had his nacho cheese? Oh, it's that been stuff's a amazing. His nacho cheese is phenomenal. That's, that's the next out. episode. Dude, baby. He's got next some one. great cheese. It's some of the best nacho cheese uh, I've ever had. Yeah, sounds good. It's like a fondue, but just like nacho cheese with meat in it. It's just, dude, it's awesome. No, uh, okay. Anyways, sorry. Dude, they're going to see I, this I, episode. I They've got to give us some, man. AJ, please tell us. Yeah, so just a little bit with like you're talking about the Mayans and the Aztecs. Um, we kind of touched on a little bit last episode, just how there's this interesting connection between the the Mayans and the mm. Aztecs with their pyramids and the Egyptian pyramids. Although they're made slightly differently, you know, like the Aztecs and the Mayans, they like Chichen Itza, the Mayan capital in the Yucatan. Yeah, it's kind of got the stair step. It's, got it's the not steps. as yeah, the ones in the ancient see, yeah. yeah, but it's made like the uh, from the mathematical perspective, it's built the exact same way. As well, that's the, the only way they work. Well, yeah, I guess so. I it's mean, the, it's no, the perfect, but, like, it's the the perfect designs. So, the like, when it comes the to the scale, they're different sizes, but the scale is the exact same. Right. And that's that's one of those really, really interesting things. Well, don't they, like, just looking at it from an architectural standpoint, they have, like, difference in top and everything like that. So, like, the Aztec one is flat on top instead of a spike. Like, a, I believe yes. so. So, like, you're so, you're talking base scale. At the very well, bottom, they're, they're roughly the, the same. Technically, the Egyptian one is also flat. It is? Yeah, but it had a capstone. Oh, okay. Was, so it had a okay. So, but that okay. that goes there onto a different. Aspect Sorry, that was of it. just that was just me thinking. Sorry. No, you're good. That goes on to a different aspect of it, where they're harness trying to harness the power of the sun. Yeah, and through the sun certain lateral lines. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, they like the Egyptian one was supposedly gold, and it would uh, actually the whole thing was supposed to be overlaid with gold, but the tip the tip of it was like a golden capstone, solid gold, from what I understand. And it, like it did something with the sun, like it was meant to worship the sun. Mm. And same with the, the 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 Mayan one in Chichen Itza, it's the same type of idea, except they would you know sacrifice, cut people's hearts out, people on top eat of it, it, and then kick them down the center of it. So right. Um. So there's obviously some differences, but when it comes to like the structural way it was built, there the like archaeologists and everyone says that it's just like it's it's. They shouldn't be so similar. They shouldn't be with the difference in technology, the the difference in time between the different right. yeah. areas. Like they just sh they shouldn't be as similar as they are. Mm. And uh, just talking about like the sons of God and all that. It's the, it, it, it at least from my conspiracy conspiratorial mindset. It's just like <laughs> there goes the tinfoil. There it goes. <laughs> it's Tire rolls gone with with the the principalities, the powers, the sons of God, and all that. It's almost like there was like a, a, a way that they wanted to be worshipped. Mm, like mm -hmm. specifically with the sacrificing. Um, it's always like the child sacrifice is always around that. Like 
some sort of human sacrifices always mm. seems to be incorporated in it. It's almost like that though those fallen Shadim, those fallen ones desired that, you know? Almost like, like a mountain? Yeah, it's like there's they're sacred mountains, you know, like mm. the yeah. Hebrew the Hebrew text has a sacred mountain in Eden. The mountain of God, Isaiah says, yep. um, can you know, compares Eden to be in the sacred mountain of God. And then you get like Babel where it's a ziggurat, not the exact same, but it's the same type of idea, something pointing toward the heavens that right. is supposed to yeah. allow the bridge between heaven and earth. I and mean, even in, in some places in the Bible, it calls these things high places or, yes. um, uh, you know, places of worship. Like we were talking about in our last episode within the Chronicles, or certain kings did not pull down the high places. And these were, these were hilltop places of worship, you know, so as far as they could get to, or as close as they could get to the God that they worshiped, they put the temple or they put the place of worship there. And that's, that's just where it was at. I mean, that's just where our ancient mind went when we were trying to get closer to the heavens. Yep. And so yeah. we went to the elevation that we could, or like in the, in the case of the temples, we built the elevation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. exactly. Flat in a desert or yeah. Stuck in a jungle somewhere. And so I'm trying to look over a little bit of notes. Good. Um, so the Mayans, uh, the, um, so the, uh, the native Americans like yeah. in North America, trying to find i'm trying to think of like how they're connected to it. they're not quite connected in the same way like they uh they there seems to mountains. be a departure yeah, there was a there a was departure. a departure it was it was almost like this the worshiping in spirit and truth idea they yeah. they left the, the the norm of high places and more more worship you know communally yeah it was it definitely right. the more you look at it the more you can see some of these more hebrew ties in yeah. in ways it's very interesting like opposing like or yeah. seeing the the difference between you know aztec those south native americans and north native native americans there's definitely some interesting stuff there so on that it just came to my mind on that idea uh, it almost seems like the south american ones they those cultures started out worshiping these you know fallen ones mm -hmm. right and potentially the north american ones may have had some sort of a hebrew influence so Kind of like I was talking about last podcast, um, I personally believe that either some or all of the Native American tribes that were in America had some tie to Hebrew culture, if right. not being yeah. Hebrews themselves, in some you know thousands of years ago, and then they just they devolved into uh, the worship that they would do at that time. They would you know cannibalism and all that kind of stuff. The cannibalism, they polytheism. Yeah, they devolved uh, completely. Uh, natural in nature, like, like nature more of a new worship. age version. I mean, they, they yeah. kind of came down to a point where they attributed supernatural and spiritual things to, you know, natural phenomenon like wind or trees yeah. or animals, the, the yeah. goddess of hunting, the goddess of whatever, yeah, the, exactly. the spirit of the wind, you know, like you said earlier. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Little John. I, um, yeah, I mean, the, these, there's a clear departure in some areas and there's some places, that's the thing, you got to root through it. And we we we, talk, we talked a little bit about this just to kind of pick it up, but on our uh, Berean uh, Quick Start Guide, one of our past episodes, uh, go back to the Word. Yeah, see how their culture lines up with the Word of God. If you, if you're a believing Christian, you see you see their hilltop worships, you see their temples, you see their obelisks and their stuff in these ancient societies, and you say those are the things that God spoke against. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, um, you see how that influence kind of sticks around. Um, what about some of the bigger societies like uh, Grecian or Roman Medo-Persian societies? 
Well, a lot of those that area grew out of Babylon. We see that with the the Nebuchadnezzar statue, and history shows that in the same right uh, as Babylon turned into Medo Persia. Medo Persia took over that area plus some. Greece did the same; it took over where Medo Persia was and more. Rome did the same, and then uh, now Arab has taken over everything that Rome took over. Mm. Um, so those all like play into each other in that way. Um, so as far as like the Greek and the Roman, it's it's a lot of that stems from like I said the Babylonian you know deity and the Babylonian culture, and they just kind of grew off of that. They became more about, especially with Greek, it was a lot more philosophy and, and puffing oneself knowledge mm-hmm. up that nosos mentality mm-hmm. of, I have to know everything that I can know. And, and then that devolved into, uh, either worship of the, uh, the Olympus gods, correct. Or the, the gods of uh, yeah, like the Olympians, uh, Olympians yeah. or mm-hmm. just no God exists and it's worship <laughs> of self. Cause if I remember correctly, the first ever actual recording of the Olympian gods was Homer. Uh, he's he's yeah. the one, and it was all it was all made to be uh, poetical. None of it was really, as far as I know, and as far as I I believe from what I've learned is he wrote it out of poetry and wanting to write poetry, not out of trying poetry to make allegory that kind of yeah stuff. that yeah. kind of stuff. And it has and 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 people took it and ran with it as the, as a theism. Hmm. Yeah. Good point. See, I so. would, I so I disagree a little bit mm-hmm. personally. I per- I personally think like the the like the Grecian pantheon however yeah, yeah. that is I don't know if that's Olympus it may be uh, that may be Rome I don't I forget uh, I think Olympian is the Greek Olympian is the Greek uh, and pantheon pantheon is too they use very similar words for all their stuff so. yeah so well, I mean Roman, I personally yeah, think the Roman that, gods were on Mount Olympus Olympus yeah, yeah okay there you go but I personally believe like that was them worshiping those gods and that was like history for them and even you can mm. hear I've heard stories of people in Greece. That say that that they view that as history, mm. like they view that as yeah their, the like the the, the poet the yeah uh, yes. what Homer wrote about yeah yeah so I mean I I think about a blind poet writing all this stuff about these these uh, like cyclops <laughs> and like yes. winged horses and stuff it's like how did this blind poet do oh, this like, I'm not yeah, I'm not yeah, saying yeah. that I'm not saying that it's not uh, influenced by yeah, yeah. I feels a little shadimi. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not influenced shadimi. by the Shadim. I'm I'm just saying that's what history says it is. Oh yeah, I got. So you. no, I I think that it was influenced by the the Wayward Sons. I just I was just quoting history. Oh, okay, so yeah, just just to clarify saying. that. I thought I was branching off into conspiracy sides. So no, right, you're, you're not. Right you're not. I was trying to yeah. keep my tinfoil hat on, but you can have it. I'm, no, I'm well, not. You it's yours. It. Here you go. Oh, no, I'm totally going to allow you to do that, AJ. But I, I wanted to, like, one particular difference I wanted to bring up between the ancient cultures of, like, the Mayans or, say, and I hate to say it this way, but, like, a more primitive culture, like Native Americans or yeah. stuff like that mm-hmm. from the ancient times. You look then at uh, things like... Babylon, Medo-Persia, Greece, mm-hmm. Rome, all that kind of stuff. And then even into the Germanic tribes of the north, it, it definitely, the difference between those two is that that was a force. That was like an actual military force, a conquest yes, spirit. Yes, a conquestal, yeah. Yeah, a conquestal spirit that went out, collected these practices from different pagan gods Ooh, and those kinds of yeah. things, and just allowed them to be in there. Everyone's good. Everyone's happy. You can choose what you want. You can put your own pronouns in there. You can change your sex whenever you want. <laughs> And then, shortly after that, Rome fell. Yeah, and so 
It all started with the feminists. It all yeah. started <laughs> well, with and then the feminists. You can continue on with the history after that. It then turned into the Byzantine Empire, the Neo-Roman Empire, and now we have uh, Roman Catholic, which came from Byzantine. And uh, that went into England and has influenced Europe a lot. Right. That's that's where that spread into. Byzantine took over Europe. Then you go and you see like the conquest of the British Empire. Exactly. And, so, and that influence and everything like that's that. That's how you know white people are the devil. Yep. Those white Edomite devils. Bigots. That's right. <laughs> Those, bigots. Those bigot white guys. Well, something else I was going to say too. You said a little bit of more primitive cultures and I... Just a little pushback on that. You know, oh. you think about some of the, like the, the pyramids and stuff, all of that. Keep going back to that. Mm, mm. But something I've, I heard was just the fact <laughs> that the pyramids, like sp specifically the, the Great Pyramid in Giza. I, I've been looking into this recently a lot more. Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting to me that, uh, like, it's interesting that they were able to build that in, you know, it, they date it back to 4,500 bc right so a long time ago yeah. 6500 years ago if if we believe their estimates um but they were able to build this amazing pyramid with these what i think so i don't know how big this the limestones were that they actually brought mm. in but they were brought from far away and then they to build it you'd have to have some amazing mechanisms like we can't do that now right and then i was looking into Specifically inside where the fair, the king's, the king's chamber is, mm. there is five more layers above the king's chamber inside of the Great Pyramid, with these huge seventy-ton pillars that are set up in a row, and then two pillars on the outside, and then another row to make five chambers. And they, like archaeologists and all of these scientists, they have no idea how that could even be possible to do. Mm. because you'd have to have something at least as big as the pyramid itself to, if you're going to do like the, the prevailing theory is a ramp to put it up on a ramp right. you have to have this super long ramp that's as big as the pyramid to get it to that point it's just like it's mind boggling it, yeah yeah for them to be able to do this architectural feat with their primitive culture it's just mm. like you know, my conspiracy mind is just turning with all this or, idea of. I have a these much simpler answer for you. You don't have to go the Occam's razor. Ancient aliens? No, no. <laughs> the Israelites built them. What? Oh, okay. the people of God built them. Yeah. Was God picking up the pillars for them? Why him? not? <laughs> I don't know. His burden is light. <laughs> Samson was just he just built the whole thing by yeah, himself. Yeah, it was just yeah. it was just. Yeah. just, yeah. just uh, <laughs> I can't even keep that one going. No. Okay. Well. To build off that for a second, I've heard I've heard a couple different things about that first inner chamber, the center, the great, the where the the, the burial, chamber? yeah, the king's yeah. burial chamber, and uh, that one had some interesting uh, ways that the stone was cut. Every single stone that was laid in there was a perfect ninety degree. Everything that was a ninety degree angle was a perfect ninety degree angle. Everything else was flat, completely flat, no divots, no nothing. Really. Everything was perfectly square, perfectly flat, and like perfectly made. We can't so even why, why can't they now. just why can't they just build a big stack of stones and then carve it from the inside? Can you get can you go out right now and cut a piece of wood and chisel it into a perfectly smooth, perfectly like perfectly perfectly smooth? It depends on how much time you give me. 
and how many slaves I got. <laughs> I mean, that's all that really matters. My, so. my, well, where I was going with this is also there's evidence in uh, other parts of England and in uh, in South America where they have these stones that were that were that looked to have been they were like completely stone, but they looked to have been melted down and molded and form fitted to each other. And they're so airtight, you can't put anything in between them. Hmm. Like okay. they are airtight stones that don't look chiseled. Or they have no tool markings or anything on them. They look to have been melted down and like fitted together. It was in some. Interesting. It was in a, uh, a documentary series that I watched like forever ago. But I, and I can't even remember who did it. But if I, uh, I'll get it together by the time this video it's not like they just gathered out. a bunch of sand and papyrus and glued to it and just started no it, it's <laughs> it is no combination of any kind it is a perfect like mixture solid quarried rock well exactly. they also say like uh, stones like that that were hewn like yeah. the actual technology that goes into it, they they had to use just harder stones to actually flat but there's out, no evidence like of there's no evidence that they were hammered or beaten on or right hidden. no but hewing and like actually flattening stuff out it's it's gems it's diamonds it's like mm -hmm. getting down to the point like they would use certain sapphires and stuff to hew stones in the temple so there you go but they had some kind of like massive drill with a diamond bit to well i'm like, saying that they use the same kind of uh technology to build solomon's temple okay like mm -hmm. at the time at the particular time i mean i know solomon's is like centuries after the the israelite exodus but solomon's temple they were uh, like just going over some of the mechanics in the building of the temple the hewn stones they were hewn with harder gems gems like amethysts mm -hmm. and and you know the aquamarines even the stones that they used on the yeah. breastplate of the high priest yeah these were ones that actually went into the masonry <laughs> <laughs> of of Solomon's temple yeah so um like i get it i get it that you can you can formulate kind of how they did it it's the sheer scale that you're saying aj that's yeah. like oh my gosh how could they have possibly done this yeah for me in my mind it's just how much time do you have? You know what I mean? Yeah, you can you can true. really do anything you want as long as you got enough time. Enough time and enough resources, you can build that giant ramp. However, that's the question. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, go, I go back to the, have? I go back to the book of Enoch and I, I think about the fact that these fallen ones were teaching humans all of these different things, Warcraft and Warcraft? Yeah. Um, warmanship, war, war, Warcraft. war, wizardry, war, war. Art, the art of war, <laughs> the, art the art of, of war. war, the son, Shanshu, Shanshi, I don't know, I forgot the dude's name, <laughs> know thy enemy, uh, <laughs> but yeah, just, they were teaching humans all this, if, if you take any, put any stock into that, oh yeah, they, they were teaching humans all <laughs> of these different things, and it's just like, it's interesting because there's all of this ancient technology that, you know, that whole, like the ancient aliens, theory is like i don't believe that but i do see like when i see ancient aliens just replace all of that with um the fallen angels right like the fallen yeah. angels visited these people and helped them do this and therefore they made this pyramid the way they wanted them to to honor them or whatever like it's yeah. just it's just hmm. insane types of things it's like the kind of technology that was potentially there back then it's like how else could that have been unless there was some divine, not divine in a good way, but just yeah, otherworldly other type yeah. of yeah. Yeah. Well, we're also forgetting Nephilim right now. We haven't touched on them in a little while. Oh, yeah. Nephilim, Nephilim I mean, and the influence that they would have had in the cult. I mean, you go look at the massive grave, grave sites that are in Egypt right now that uh, have been unearthed by archaeologists and Egypt right. said no and kicked them out. 
Have you heard that story? No. I can't remember which archaeologist team it was, but they unearthed a massive gravesite of all first, like all male, young and old, uh, big, small, like massive, like Nephilim-sized skeletons. Oh, really? And within 24 wow. hours, the Egyptian government claimed it and kicked the uh, architect or the uh, archaeologist. Uh, out. You have to find this one. That's I'll a find super, the. That's a super common idea. Uh, theme that i've heard from the egyptian government specifically they don't let people excavate like, at anything. all you have to have mm, you have sense. to have specific like permission from the government to to even go in into the pyramid or like around the pyramid like it's crazy um so it just makes you it just makes you wonder like there's a lot of it we just don't know yeah true and uh yeah i was thinking about that too <laughs> the nephilim like I hadn't even thought about that because what I was listening to, this guy was talking about like, you know, because he was going all the way back into like a lot of these ancient civilizations were big on like shamanism, like without shamanism, mm, like the right. idea of using mm -hmm. psychedelics to connect with the spiritual realm. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. Like spirit walks and, and stuff whatnot. like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. That like sweat rooms, and all that sweat, kind of stuff. sweat lodges, correct? Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> sweat lodges. <laughs> But with all of that, like that's where a lot of these civilizations grew and their religions grew from that. And you know, already that's like throwing red flags oh, yeah. to, oh, yeah. to other gods worshiped. But you know, what if, for instance, this guy was talking about like could the could the pyramids have been like telekinetic powers that these people were able to to do tap in, they wore the and right they, headset. They were doing like that. But I don't even think it has to be that crazy. Just Nephilim, giants. Yeah, okay. Could well, a giant were, person yeah. pick up a 70-ton, or a couple of them, pick up 70-ton pillars and put them in place? You know what I mean? Let's stack all these rocks here and see if they start making podcasts about it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, that's just, you know, gets my... Gets that's my just some of the turning. conspiracy side of it anyways, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I, I agree. I mean, here's, here's one of the things that was kind of coming up in my mind as far as from the supernatural thing. I mean, you... you if you attribute most things that were God worship, you know, not, not Yahweh, but just, you know, divine being worship that there was always a purpose behind it. If they're all influenced by the same main ultimate, the, the Hasatan, the enemy, mm. then the, the goal is always to just get the worship away from God. Yeah, exactly. That's the, yeah. that's the core goal. So you, you have enough of these Nephilim or Shadim who taught them or whatever to do these this ancient technology, we've even we've even discussed when, you know, Babylon was a thing and things like Atlantis and all that kind of stuff. Like these might have been actual real, from a tinfoil hat. Sorry, AJ, but from a tinfoil hat standpoint, mm -hmm. it's they were real. They were real societies with high advanced technology, mm -hmm. you know, and they were doing this. And we just they got too close to the sun, and they they, they God had to melt their wings. I mean, yeah. not to use a a Grecian story or anything, but how dare you? Well, I'm, I'm in, sorry, but you see how it's in the society. You see how it's influenced in the Mediterranean. There's like close six. The there's like six ancient societies under in the Mediterranean Mediterranean Ocean. Yeah, like, uh, in the water, like yeah. they've looked, and they, there's like all these old civilizations that we know nothing about, and so it's just like it makes you wonder how far the rabbit hole goes. Yeah, or how far <laughs> how far the flood went. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, like um, how much did it actually have to destroy? You know. Yeah, yeah, it permanently. Like something <laughs> well, permanently. Yeah. I mean, not to get into a different building. thing, but like how long after, how fast a civilization can be built after the fall of man that God had to say, "Nope, we have to restart with Noah." You know, we don't 
we all we know is Babel and what they were doing with the Tower of Babel. We don't know what was going on with the rest of the world. You know what oh, I mean? Right, like, yeah. like that's what I mean in that. Like, are you talking so, about like a local flood versus a world? Yeah, flood? you have that that whole idea, and I I don't know where I fall with that one personally, but but that whole idea and everything like that. There's there's so much other ancient civilization that we know nothing about. I mean, right. AJ, you were talking about it last week, and and if you look at the the photo on the wall. Um, or the whatever you want to call that. Our, our, our background for right our now. Our background for this episode. This is a uh, kind of recreation of the An uh, artist rendering of Chichen Itza. The yeah, but it's in the yeah. uh, the the infrared modeling. Oh yeah, yeah. Whatever the uh, the, the, li- uh, little, the lidar. Oh yeah, the lidar. Talking, yeah, this was the a lidar, lidar satellite thing. images yeah. of you know, the entire ancient civilization within in, the Amazon itself. Exactly, and that's what I was. That's what I was shooting for, but I blanked on you the can, name. Couldn't get all the words out. I know. Button pusher. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, think of what else we could unearth. I heard a story a while back of like certain buildings. I cannot remember where it was at, but these buildings were be- were set on what they thought was bedrock, and then they had this big flood that came through the area and found that everything that they had built was on top of other buildings that had been buried for so long that they never knew. Really, they just thought it was good sturdy bedrock, That's and this stuff never wavered or fell. It just got covered up by like an ancient landslide now see i wholeheartedly believe that because i've even watched uh, a few documentaries and you can find them on youtube but uh there's this couple i don't know if you've ever seen it but it's this couple that visits the holy lands oh sergio and is that them they kind of have an accent yeah Mm. they're israeli people yeah they're israelis and like one of the more recent ones i watched was where they were allowed to actually visit the temple mount and it was a creepy video Oh, I'm sure. Is it? Yeah, because technically they're really not allowed to video record anything because it's you know under the rule of three different nations right yeah, now. It is. Or th- yeah, it's, it's under the rule of. It's under the rule of three different entities. I don't. Uh, the, the yeah the the Jordan police and which they fund the the Muslim yeah. part of it, and then the Israeli for jurisdiction as far as the land in general. But mm-hmm. in, either way, um, they were talking about other uh, outlying areas and churches and assemblies that they had around Jerusalem and around the ancient city that uh, they saw churches. They found and excavated ancient churches, and then they kept digging, and then they started to find mosaics that said names like Paul and mm. Peter yeah. and Yeshua. And, I, I've you know, heard that of this kind one, of stuff. yeah. Yeah, like the, they were talking about one mosaic that they found that actually mentioned Joseph of Arimathea. Oh, right. Like they, Mm. like they had to mention him because he's part of the story. And he was the, the patron that got Yeshua's body. Yes, he was. He he worked closely with Nicodemus. Exactly. Yeah. And so like the, the, and so the idea of having to rebuild on top of an ancient society is absolutely, it happens. It's plausible. It's even plausible in the Bible or in biblical lands, in the Holy lands. Well, and something else that just like spurs on the thought for me was, you know, just the idea of like creation. I know a lot of people are really big on just like, you know, at the creation, you know, in the beginning, God created the heavens, the earth. And like, every, like it's very, the most common is that that was the start of everything. Right. Yeah. But at least from my understanding, I don't see the biblical story trying to be a science book. It's telling a story of a specific family that eventually leads to Jesus and our redemption. Right. And so it makes you wonder if there was civilizations that went back even further like i know we've kind of talked about people outside of the garden Mm -hmm. but i've kind of wondered could there have even been civilizations before the start of the story that is the bible you know what i mean possibly with the start of the story when you start to get when man joins the bible yeah like Mm -hmm. when man like 
when it starts to get man, down to a specific an man. Woman, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, not, possibly. That's I mean, just a thought that I've had. Not my particular theory on this, and and any of my brothers out there who might be listening to this. I mean, forgive me if you disagree, but understand that this is just where I've come from. I've spent time in my own life that uh, I've recon I've tr tried to reconcile a lot of what is considered modern day science and the the biblical narrative, and trying to show in a way that yes, they do not fight against each other. Yeah. But our modern day science is just what we're finding. Like one of my favorite phrases is, and I've learned this from the guys that I study, but science doesn't say anything. Scientists do. Data is data is data, and you can interpret it however you want, but interpretation is, you know, take the Bible itself. If you interpret the Bible in the wrong way, you end up getting the Protestant religion or, or the Methodist or even the Book of Mormon, you know, that kind of stuff. So that's it's the same thing if man's involved it's it's going to be influenced by whatever man is influenced yeah. by the fallen sons yeah. so my point is is it's it's more likely that we're in a constant cycle of death and rebirth on the country on the state you know just being wiped out because we're we're struck down there's probably multiple babble moments that have been going on smaller ones in small countries that deal with that that doesn't necessarily deal with the biblical narrative as a whole yeah yeah that it doesn't have to be mentioned in the bible and, and it's mentioned after the the and if it did happen it happened uh, after 70 ad which is when the bible was done being written well yeah. i mean unless you count the revelation of jesus christ yeah but still i mean there's no mention of the destruction of the temple in 70 ad so you know that the bible all of the bible was written before 70 ad yeah yeah well and we also know that like or, well, we don't know, but one thing that we can build off of this, we, we don't know when, the, like like I think AJ was trying to say, we don't know when the Bible narrative starts. Right. So we know Genesis 1 happens where God creates the heavens and the earth and he sets up you know landmass and, and animals and everything like that, but we don't know when Genesis 2 happens. You know what I mean? Yeah, good point. So uh, if we if we we were talking about this earlier before the uh, before we started uh, recording, and if God set Adam his chosen people in the garden, and he then he also made other people outside of the garden, the civilizations that they could have made because of influence from the Shadim or any number of other influences before it made it made its way into the garden. We, we don't know what that would have looked like or anything like that. And right. it's completely possible that that happened. We don't know when when the fall of uh, the angels and, and of uh, Satan happened. We don't know any kind of date or time on that. So it's not a big stretch to say, well, there could have been quite a bit of time between the forming of the earth and the fall of man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, you think about eternal life in the garden. Yeah. How long were they there? Exactly. You know, it, it gives, uh, I think it gives Adam's age, like the, the narrative Adam, Adam, Eve, Seth, and Cain and Abel, but yeah. uh, the idea of how long really that garden was standing there. I mean, for, for like mine, have you guys ever seen a movie called The Genesis Code? No, I haven't. I've heard of it, but You've I've heard never, of it. I've so in The it. Genesis Code, it, it does one of the, uh, one of the theories that I like to toss around where, you know, a day is a thousand years, right? Yeah. So in the first day, God created God. Uh, what what light? Let there be light. Yeah, let there right? be light. So I'm I'm personally in my mind just fine saying that that's the Big Bang. Yeah, mm. that's when energy was brought into nothingness, and therefore it started to form. And then it says within the next era. Now here's the deal: 
the way the creation narrative starts, the seven-day week mm-hmm. that we talk about, as far as God's considered, it happens in that order, yeah. no matter what, even exactly. from a scientific standpoint. Yeah. The only difference between the biblical narrative and the scientific narrative is time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now you have to reconcile the time. It takes 4.6 billion years to get to this stage from the actual formation of the rock we're floating on, Yeah. if you believe that kind of thing. Versus, you know, coming to the point where we're at the end of the seventh day of creation still. Yeah. You know, or we're at the we're at the beginning of whatever, whatever you want to say. So that being said, it takes billions of years for the earth to form the first day. You know, or whenever he says when it, the day that he forms the earth, it takes that era of you know galactic time, universal time, God's time. In order to do that, mm-hmm. and then the same the same passage of time, then the passage of time ramps up. So then, the, in the next era, it's an even shorter amount of time, but it's an era. Back in the day, you know, like the phrase, yeah, it yeah. was back in the day. Yeah, that doesn't mean a specific day. It means back in, in an the era. past, yeah, in yeah. the era. Well, in the Hebrew, also lends to that idea. Yeah. the word yom could be, it could also be an era or an ep- epoch. An epoch. Uh, there you go. Those are the words I was looking for. Era doesn't yom actually have to be a day. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a twenty-four yeah. hour period. So I, I tend to lean more towards that, where science says that the, the Earth is 4.6 billion years. That's when humans can start calculating time. Yeah. However, we all know time didn't really start being calculated until the sun and the moon were set. Mm-hmm. However, the seven-day cycle, cycle is always there. So that's why we still celebrate a seven-day Shabbat. Yeah. Well, yeah, and other civilizations tried. If you go and look at like Rome and Greece and other civilizations, they tried to set up I think Greece tried a 16-day work week, and Rome did like an eight-day work week, and all of those fell like so fast. Yeah, it's you can't not really proper. Do that. It's yeah, because it, it our physical bodies work on a seven-day week. Yeah, like yeah. our physical bodies can't do more than that. You know, it's really funny you say that because mm-hmm. you know AJ and I always toss around the idea that when God spoke off the top of the mountain and we actually heard, yeah. The, well, we, the Israelites, the Israelites actually yeah. heard the first Ten Commandments that it genetically changed Oh, yeah, our no, bodies. I believe that. Yeah, yeah. You do, too. Yeah. But it genetically changed our bodies. So now when we hear, remember the Sabbath and keep it holy, our bodies want to keep a seven-day cycle. They, yeah. yeah. I agree. Just saying. Small tin no, I had for right dove, there. but come on. Well, and I wanted to say, too, another aspect of this, because I, I personally, I believe in the seventh day, like he created in seven days. But I believe the, so the, the phrase tohu and bohu, like mm-hmm. formless and void, um, going back to what I was kind of talking about with the ancient civilizations and all this stuff, I, I, I venture to say, like, could there have been people before that, you know, let there be light moment where, um, when, when the creation was formless and void, that idea of being like chaotic and without order. Whoa. So this idea of like could there have been like i've talked about like giant giant forests and like right. all of this type of crazy mm-hmm. you know you know you think of uh geez what is that the journey to the center of the earth yeah yeah you know that movie where you got that idea where it's just like these giant forests and like all that kind of Hollow stuff Ancient, earth, baby it's a donut kind of it's, a donut. <laughs> it's a donut it's a donut but that that i mean it's just like interesting thoughts like the bible's not clear and so it's just like one of those interesting things I like to think about, especially with this idea that with these ancient civilizations and like, you know, just 
I don't know. You could, your mind could go all over. Well, think about it. Well, let's talk, talk about it. I mean, as far as even a timeline, you, uh, like going back to that Genesis code idea, this is the day one is this long, and I'm, I'm putting up my hands to kind of show you guys, but you guys can't see. It's about three feet. About three feet. Day one's about three feet long. Well, day two is only two feet long. It's an exponential thing, is I think right. what you're going yeah. Reverse okay. exponential. Reverse exponential. It goes down. Yeah. And so then by, by the time humans get up on the scene on day six, right, mm -hmm. it, you know, that's going to be thousands and thousands of years. Well, day six was thousands and thousands of years yeah. long. That's long enough to establish any high efficiency, you know, any any advanced civilization. Yeah. 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 You know, you've got people living a pure life and being the, the priests that God chose in mm. his hilltop temple, right? In yeah. the Garden of Eden. Yeah. But then you have everybody else outside hustling and bustling and working. And yeah. the, so they're building up their Babel. They're building up the towers. They're finding better and more technology and that kind of stuff. Of course, I have the other theory that the people that they did go and marry in the land of Nod, like Cain went and took a wife in the land of Nod, I yeah. have a theory that they're knuckle-dragging cavemen too. Okay, yeah. But still. It might be an episode for... Or it might be a topic for another episode. Yeah, because there's be. a lot. Sorry, I'm getting into all that. We, right. There's a lot that this can go into, and we hope yeah. to explore each and every one of these topics further and deeper. And, and I'd love to talk about the Genesis Code right. and everything like that. Like oh, yeah. Yeah, full, dude, deep cool. into discussion, and we definitely will do that. I would but, love to do that with you. I would love to do the Genesis Code. So I haven't gotten fun. to talk with anybody about it. I'm down. I'm, I'm down actually, to talk Hollow Earth, too, because I fall closer to that. I mean, Flat Earth, I can, I can definitely see the points, but I fall... Really, I really believe it's hollow. Yeah, I'm. Whatever I would rather believe hollow than flat. No who, offense. Who believes in flat Earth? What the, okay. You do, Chrome Dome. What's your problem? <laughs> chrome. Huh? Your head's nice and round. You still believe it's flat? Hey, don't don't poke fun of my bald head. My wife likes it. <laughs> oh, I know she likes it. Um, why though? That's a, that's the no, question. Why? I don't want to know why your wife. I likes don't know. I don't know either, man. I was like, like I wish my I had man's bald. I don't know. Hair, like, Mr. Bear over here. Dude, the only reason she married you is because your face is symmetrical. My eye, <laughs> that I'm is weird fair. looking. Dude. Dude. No, I want to I want to go ahead and admit one thing. I've said it before, and I've said it on multiple... I think I said it on the last week's episode, but I studied apologetics for so long. Mm -hmm. I've honestly been very afraid to have... Not afraid, but I've always been very reserved to have apologetics conversations, but... I think that's something that we probably need to break out. We on will show. definitely break that out because I love apologetics. Oh, it's fun. I mean, yeah, you do, but you've got to argue from different points. I don't oh really gosh, like yeah. to apologize for things. So. Too late to apologize. I'm kidding. I'm Copyright. Copyright. Oh, oh. I was in a life group once and it was called Too Late to Apologize. And we were going to study apologetics. You know what we ended up doing? Just turning it into marriage counseling marriage sessions. Counseling. <laughs> yeah, it was just, that's all it was. It's Everyone was right. having problems at the time. And it's like, well, let's go ahead and watch this and read this that name could work for both i guess i yeah. really could to apologize so uh i was kind of thinking like what else when it comes to like we kind of touched on it for a second about like how this these ancient civilizations influence modern culture but mm -hmm. how or even it, where their practices are still very much yeah. in place oh yeah. man so let's kind of go in that trail for a minute like, oh that's real about... easy let's start with child sacrifice okay yeah you, let's do you want to start there because uh i got some stuff on that one let's already. go let's, do let's go oh, man. okay so even here in america that's that is still going on we know that abortion is a form of child sacrifice a sacrifice to self but even different things there are temporal temple or altars to moloch all over america i know man. there Look are there's bohemian so... grove <sighs> crazy there's, there's some Ooh. down in florida that multiple Ooh. presidents Bohemian jones 
<laughs> goes to the Bohemian Grove. Yep. <laughs> so there's there's multiple uh, down in, uh, I've heard stories of them down in uh, Florida that multiple presidents have been in. And there's rooms where certain bills and certain documents have been signed for uh, like Florida and a couple other states that were signed in, in rooms where right below that was uh, a shrine and a, uh, an altar to Moloch. Like stuff like that. Is I heard still... that, the, that that kind of place is where AOC was conceived. <laughs> Probably. Probably during one of their rituals. What do you think? Absolutely. <laughs> She's a but, child of one of those. <laughs> and one of, one of those, those weird pagan rituals. Oh, stuff like that, that is still very prevalent. Whether you realize it or now, that stuff still influences. We have all over just in this area, we have... Uh, Satanists that tried to get rid of the Ten Commandments statue at oh, our capital yeah. and right. and stuff like that. I mean, all all of that stuff is still very very prevalent, and we don't even realize it as well, a culture. Well, see, even that kind of stuff, though. I mean, when you go and say Satanist, or even if it's hard for maybe some of society to see the uh, child sacrifice at, at Planned Parenthood or something like yeah. that, you still see a bunch of other things like. Uh, say say our religion of politics and yeah. stuff like that. That's a very Roman idea. That's not Christian. Well, and it wasn't even meant to be what it is now. And I can get into a whole political thing on that, and I'm not going to right now. But <laughs> but the Constitution disagrees with federal law and federal or federal government. Oh yeah. So what it is now and the big blowups that everybody has over it was not meant to be that. That's why we're a republic, not a democracy, because everybody knows how democracies turn out. Yeah, they go oligarchy and then they go tyranny and dictatorships. And that's, the that's the end of it, and that's that's almost where we're headed now. If it wasn't for the Constitution yeah. and people trying to stand exactly. for, stand up for that. agreed, but like I you mean, guys waving the flag. <laughs> don't even hey, we still that. believe in America. Stop it! What we were founded, on. America. You buy, hey, yo, I believe that we were founded on good principles. I just don't believe we're ever coming back. Well, that's, a, that's I a see. Point. Okay, that's yeah, yeah. That's fair. I don't. So? I don't. I. I. am still struggling with that one. We can talk about this later. But I'm still struggling with that one. I want to get involved in state politics, uh, not federal politics. You do. I'm just looking. I'm, I'm looking to the city east council, for a lightning 2028. <laughs> that's right. City council. <laughs> school board 2023. <laughs> 2023. Get, get with it. <laughs> okay, go so, for school board. You were talking about I'm child kidding. sacrifices stuff too. To go a little bit back um, in time, a little bit back to the the Nazis. If you if you like not in the exact same way, I knew but, you wanted to bring up the Nazis. I, I wanted to dive deeper on. into Nazism in another episode, but keep you going. say yes. Argentina. I'm reaching across <laughs> the room, smacking it. Nazism. I'll be closer, I, if we if we get to do an episode on Nazism, I would that would be great. I want to do it. We'll do it. Um, but specifically, like with Hitler and all the stuff they were doing, like Hitler and the occult, and we're talking about these ancient civilizations and them worshiping the gods they did. Uh, hit you know Nazism and the occult. They're like. They're married. You can't. Well, yeah. You can't separate yes. from each other. Yes. And talking about them, I mean, they're closer. They're closer in modern times yeah, because for sure. I mean, I think mean, about the last tried to time you thought not about even the Reich. years ago. <laughs> yeah, they tried to s- restore them back to the, the worship of those gods. That's really what Nazism mm-hmm. didn't. George Bush's George Bush Senior's grandfather like fund the Nazi Reich. I mean, probably. I mean, I Bush think who knows? There's. In general. I Prescott stopped paying Bush. attention. Um, I stopped paying attention to them. But they used to. After they George used to, Washington, <laughs> Bush. They used to do the um, uh, the eugenics stuff that they would do, which is basically child sacrifice. They were killing yeah. all of these tribes, cleansing their land, if they, if you will, of these unwanted people, so that they could. They were sacrificing the, these people so that they could um, have a restore themselves to a pure bloodline, pure people, 
And that's just another idea mm-hmm. of like child sacrifice. And not to mention they would steal kids and that they thought were good for their bloodlines and whatnot. But yeah, it's you know you get into the like the Nazi stuff and it's the same ideas. You know, except it's more. It's like not just it's it's, it's directly <laughs> connected to the occult. So it's like they weren't just being secretive like we are now. They were they were you know really focused on. <laughs> Excuse they were, Excuse they were, quick go. visitor. Yeah, um, they were they were really focused on bringing that occultic practice out into the open, at least for their people to eventually rule the world. And you know, the the Satan. I mean, right. ba- baby worship. I mean, they had a bunch of stuff, and and like like I said, we will definitely go into that one in the future. I'm excited to talk about that. Yeah, one. Yeah, they're doing Nazis. Nazism. Would I think be World War really Two was my favorite war. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, you guys agreed. America war sucks. Great. We did great. War, all war sucks, but World War II is a fun one to talk Pretty about. Sure we won we that really one. helped the Nazis act like they lost. <laughs> <laughs> you see that? Man, his tinfoil hat is so thick. I know. I it's see so how thick. many layers that it's is. Like how many onion. rolls? It's like an onion. There's a lot of layers. Oh, man. It's like brown colored and all kinds of stuff. Man, that's been there for a while. No, I shaved all my hair off. He didn't want it to ruin up his lovely locks. Yeah. That's what happened there. What was uh? What was what's what's Adolf's name in uh in Argentina? Adam. Adam. Mm. <laughs> Adam. Adam. Hey, Hitler. Dom. Adolfo. Alfonso. That's Alfonso. Alfonso, Alfonso oh. Hitler. Oh. Hitler. Hitler. Uh, so what? Like some other aspects of how this stuff in, is incorporated into modern culture. Well, I was hitting There's the on, child sacrifice. Yeah, the child sacrifice. Yeah. I was hitting on like the religion of politics and like oh, believing yeah, yeah. in those kinds of things. I mean, you have ancient uh, Roman societies, Grecian societies, who put their senators up, you know, to the on top of the pedestal. Exactly. They believed in these things. They paid them off. They made sure that they were good, and they, they were still men. Yeah. They were still all, you know, deceived and foul, you know, yeah. fallible and all that kind of stuff. Well, like the Trump. I mean Trumpism, basically. Like, Trumpism, yeah, I, where I the, everybody thinks that did he's like the Trump, but at the same time, like yeah, there was literally people who thought he was sent by God and he's like a Messiah figure. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that's too far, guys. Yeah, a little too far. We're going back to the religion of politics, like you said. Yeah, I mean, you've got that. You've got religion itself, which whether a lot of these cultures realized it or not, was rooted in them. We talked about like Greek and Roman was became religion of self and religion of knowledge. That's a big deal right now. With right. everything that ties closely with that politics is. I'm right, you're wrong. Uh, no, there's no such thing as opinion now. It's just everything's fact and truth, and everybody's seeking fact and truth. Stuff like that has right. become so rampant, and, and that was a big deal during Greek and Roman culture was knowledge, yeah. knowledge. Well, and it's almost like I, I I see like a I hate to say yin and yang, but it's almost that Ooh, kind it's of, almost that way. Yeah. With, well, I was specifically talking about the idea of like the temple and like we as a collective are the temple of God. Right. But it's like those pagans on the outside, they have a temple of self. Yeah. And it's become internalized rather than having these giant temples to a specific god. It's like a temple of self and then they worship their gods in their own specific way. Right. They mm-hmm. worship their gods Whether and in science. their spirit and in their truth. Right. And right. that exactly. kind of stuff. Um, I mean, a yin a yin and yang idea, it's it's the light dark idea too. It's it's basically all that is, is there's there's a dark side that mirrors the light side. Yeah, correct. That's that's what it is, and that's that's what it's it roots down to. There's a little bit to. of the light and the dark in each one. That's kind of yeah. Like there's dark. a little yes, bit of dark the, in the that's in the yin and yang idea. But I mean, if you believe that is, I mean, modern day Christian definitely has the yin and yang idea. But if we believe I that what, what we are in 
is the actual truth and the actual way, truth, and the life. And we're trying to root out all that dark and become recovered Babylonians, right. no longer recovering from Babylon, yeah. then there it's just light and dark. There is no longer the dot in the middle. Right, um, and and the pulled, darkness that's actually in us, like that little bit of darkness, that's that's the part that we're trying to root. Exactly, out. it's the flesh and the the spiritual influence. Whereas that we in, no in a want. in a Taoism idea of of yin and yang, it's more of like you have to have that darkness in the yeah. good, and you have to have that good without, that's like, in the without darkness. that, then you can't be right. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. In, in that order, chaos can come out, and in the chaos, order can come out. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Ugh. But if we, but again, that's Jordan Peterson. That's it not is. Me. <laughs> Again, if we can, if we are trying to become recovered Babylonians and no longer recovering, then going through and, and sifting and taking everything with a grain of salt that we look at and that we see in today's modern day culture and ancient culture and trying to find, I mean, there, it's in everything. I actually, uh, in my uh, high school studies for uh, ancient history, which was my favorite subject, if you can't tell, um, the Chinese language in and of itself was... Uh, certain one the way they used it, everything was pictographic everything was based in pictographs yeah. certain words that they have are literally the retelling of creation oh, okay i'll have to find them again I'll, I'll try to bring them up uh on next week's episode i'll, I'll get the book yeah. and show y'all but yeah there's evidence of that even the chinese culture can't get away from the the roots of hebraic roots i did uh, in the mm. only thing i know about the chinese language is like the word god seems to have like the trinity in inscribed uh, in the symbol a little bit of that a little bit of like dust and man are have the same root word and yeah and, okay. and breath of life in the chinese culture is man in dust or uh the breath of life and dust is man it's that's oh, okay. like that's this, all that's, the symbols that's biblical, are, bro. That's, that's biblical. It's, it's pretty. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. The the word the 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 Chinese word for breath and dust combined is man. <laughs> and there's like a bunch of I'll I'll bring that book next next time we record and and show you guys that because yeah, that was be really cool. interesting. That's all we I found are. We're in the fish made of ruach and dirt. Yeah. Ruach and dirt. But yeah, I mean, it's in, and if we do go and look at every culture, it it came from that root because if we believe everything came from that root, it, no matter how far back you go, all we are doing now is trying to root everything out and get the good from the bad, and and like I said, get that light and dark separated, so that there's no longer the dot in the middle. Right. I mean, yeah, that's the ultimate striving. I mean, yeah. you, you you have the blood of the lamb. Which washes you completely white, and you don't have to spend any time in the dark area. Oh, yep. yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. That's a good Give... one. That was a great voice. <laughs> yeah. that was a good... Oh, oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. What do you want to hear? Final thoughts. I, I mean, just... final thoughts. I mean, I just wrapped it up really nice with a nice did. little bow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you gave me a little bow there. I just, <laughs> I, just untook, I just undid the bow, and I was like, do it again. <laughs> yeah, do, do it again. Do it again. <laughs> My but man. no, it is a good point. I mean, there's a lot of influence in your in your modern day culture. I mean, look at the things that you're doing, guys. Look at the things that you're worshiping, putting your time into, your effort into. See where it came from. Mm -hmm. Ask critical thinking. Oh, you know uh, why? Why yeah. do you do that? It's a big well, one. Is critical thinking. I mean, yeah. If anybody's got a little bit of critical thinking out there, we'd love to hear it. I mean, because it doesn't seem to be something that society prizes <laughs> no. at all anymore. No, it's not taught anymore. <laughs> Getting. Well, and vote Ian. If for... I can say one thing at the very end, for at least for myself, yes. Remember that ancient astronaut theory is just demons. <laughs> just <saying. laughs> there you it's go. Just <laughs> demons. 
And thank you again for joining us on this episode of Recovering Babylonians. Amen. Amen. <laughs> we do thank you. And uh, please subscribe, like, see our uh, description below for any links that you need. Uh, we'll see what we can have out there for you. And again, if you guys have any questions or comments, please email yeah. us at recoveringbabylonians That's at gmail.com. exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. You know, for the now, thing. that'll be changing. That, Eventually. But, um, Penitent? Yeah. Uh, what? Repentant? Huh? Penitent? Anyway. Man. We'll let you guys know in the future episodes. We do appreciate your uh, support, and we thank you for joining us on this road to recovery. There you go. Woo-hoo. Later, guys. Ladies and gents, this is Little John's wife to thank you for joining us today on this episode. We hope you enjoyed it, and if you did, please consider liking and subcri- subscribing to our show wherever you listen to your podcast. You can also find us on all our social medias and even the host's personal accounts in the description below. Also, if you truly liked it, we have a PayPal, Patreon, Venmo, and Cash App. This is an exciting venture for us, and we look forward to growing with the community and with support from you. 